Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Salutations, everybody. It is Maddie here today with episode 171 of the Ham Radio Podcast. And it's me, Carrick, with ACG. And it's me, John, with Spawn Wave Media. Oh, yeah. Thanks Welcome for aboard. Thank you for... Oh, it's good, it's good to be here on an awesome Friday afternoon. Absolutely. Yes, I mean, we got a jammed packed list of <laughs> news to go over i mean this week did not hold back on us did stuff did stuff happen this week yeah it might have just a, li- a little um but before we get into all that carrick would you kindly flick a buck flick a buck thank you gain access uh to the podcast early patron exclusive videos and podcasts so much more is there the link is down below um on top of that you can listen on the go via itunes or google play uh, be sure to give us a rating while you're there. It helps out the show. And, you know, let's say that Patreon isn't your jam. You don't want to flick a buck. Then you can still listen on the go in a different way. And lastly, is upcoming content. So for me, the AC Odyssey review has just begun. I am traveling in a couple of weeks for a special event. Uh, but what about you guys? You guys working on anything? Go ahead, John. Oh, I'm uh, I'm working to hopefully break a Wii U this weekend. Now, <laughs> I, I I went out because GameStop was selling Wii U's like fire selling them at like a hundred dollars piece. So I was like, I'll go out, I'll get one, I'll rip it apart, and I'll talk about why it's terrible from the inside out. So that's my plan for this weekend. Hopefully everything works out. And then we have obviously our, our own podcast Saturday nights. So cool. we having fun there too. Awesome, excellent, rocking weekend. What about you, Carrick? Uh, Forza, Assassin's Creed, and Life is Strange 2, as well as uh, a, a unique video I'm pretty excited for. I don't know if it'll come out this week, but it's a video that's never, ever been done, at, at least on my channel. And from what I looked in last, like, six weeks of looking on the internet, has never been done at all. Mm. So we just ran, one, one night, patrons and I were talking, and suddenly it was like, we should do this. So I'm very excited for it. We even hired professionals. People Ooh. far smarter than me. After Effects pe- people to do some pretty crazy Uh-oh. stuff. After so. After Effects scares me. So that's, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I I can do Premiere, but After Effects, I was like, yeah, not doing it. And yeah. we got <laughs> we got uh, two two incredibly intelligent mathematicians as well. Hmm. So that'll there's some unique stuff going on behind I'm, the scenes. I'm trying. Sure. Yeah, I was about to say I'm trying to piece together what the hell you're doing. Because, ladies and gentlemen, Carrick has not told me, and I have no. Friend. I forgot. Yeah, <laughs> no, I would have told you. But no, I'm, you're fine. But <laughs> that sounds like something wild. Mathematicians after effects. I have no clue, but I'm looking forward to seeing that. Anyway, let's get into the first bit of news. It was 2 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm getting ready for bed, and then all of a sudden, PlayStation's like, "Let's make a big announcement," and they talk about the PlayStation Classic. So the following information comes from Eric Lempel of the PlayStation Blog. Today, we are excited to announce that we are bringing back the original PlayStation experience in a new miniaturized version, PlayStation Classic. The console will come preloaded with 20 classic titles, including fan favorites such as Final Fantasy VII, Jumping Flash, Ridge, Razor Type 4, Tekken 3, and Wild Arms. 
The mini console is approximately 45% smaller than the original PlayStation, and it emulates the original's look and feel by featuring similar controllers and packaging. Longtime fans will appreciate the nostalgia that comes with rediscovering the games that they know and love, while gamers who might be new to the platform can enjoy the groundbreaking PlayStation console experience that started it all. All of the preloaded games will be playable in their original format. It's currently available uh, for pre-order at select retailers across the United States and Canada. Each unit will also come with an HDMI cable to connect to their TV, a USB cable, and two controllers for local multiplayer with compatible titles. PlayStation Classic is available for nine, I almost said $900, Jesus Christ, oh, man. <laughs> $99.99 uh, in the U.S. and $129.99 in Canada on December 3rd, 2018, which was, according to this blog, a historic date for all of us at PlayStation. So what do you guys think about this classic? Go for it, John. I, I think it's a shame that the Kaz Harai parody count retired because this would have mm-hmm. been gold for, mm-hmm. for them to tweet about. Uh, is, I mean, <laughs> is anyone really like that surprised about something like this when the NES Classic and the Super Nintendo Classic accounts for massive amounts of money at MPDs so far? Mm-hmm. Like, we, we talk about how the NES Classic and the Super Nintendo Classic have outsold even like the PS4 most months. So wow. why not? It's easy now too. Like the chips are all in one. It's cheap. Yeah. Although I, I do think they are cutting. It doesn't come with an AC adapter. Like so. Yeah, that's I, I weird. Think, well, how do you power yeah. this thing now? Uh, you gotta gotta get your own. Yeah. I mean, wow. it, it, it's a five volt one amp. So most people's cell phone adapters will work yeah. like those bricks. Or mm. I, I linked one on Twitter because people are. It's like eight dollars to get one. So okay. that tells you how close they're cutting it because the Super Nintendo and the Nintendo Classic came with them so yeah. i think i think it has a lot to do with the flash memory because like final fantasy 7 is like one and a half gigabytes or something mm-hmm. it's big. yeah it's a sizable game for back then um but this is i i feel like this is just geared towards the the collectors like i don't really know why else you'd buy it otherwise aren't i think most of those games like seven and stuff are available on pc and mm-hmm. even the ps4 at this point ps3 yeah. so i don't i i mean i'm gonna buy it because I, I buy those things. That's me. But uh, I, I looked at it and I said, yeah, it makes sense. It's it's easy money. It's it, How many people got excited about that online, too? Everyone got so excited for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but where, like, no DualShock controllers? That one hurt. Like, yeah, it was a little, little strange. I was on the other side. I would have preferred one DualShock controller to come with it rather than two non-DualShocks. Mm-hmm. And I'll just buy this, the second one if I need it. Most of those games, anyway, like, you're not going to use a second controller for Final Fantasy. Yeah, so. it's the only one I looked at there was maybe... I never played Ridge Racer, but I, I, yeah, I'd i imagine that's a racing game, so that's one, and Tekken. But, like, Tekken's mm-hmm. the only one I imagine that, like, hey, get a couple of guys to come over, play together for a night, do a little, like, at-home tournament, you know, homebrew yeah. that that type of stuff. But, Carrick, yeah. I'm, I'm curious about your thoughts. I know you're like, I fucking hate this. Why do <laughs> you f- I hate it. Yeah, why do you hate this? With every fiber because, of your being. With every fiber, because it'll do the exact same thing it did to Nintendo, which is internally teach them that they don't need to work about on backwards compatibility for their nope, own system. Right. <laughs> and um, I think it's a complete scam. I also think it's a scam that it doesn't have its own HDMI scaler. One of the problems that we're going to deal with is, uh, just in my Discord, we have 21 different HDR TVs that people have different models every single hdr tv has a different scaler which takes your original input and turns it to 4k the problem is some suck cock like they are (laughs) terrible they're unacceptable so what worries me and sometimes they're on the expensive tvs 
So what worries me is getting a 480 or getting a 720p signal, which they said the max was 720, which indicates they don't have an output. Um, you're going to end up running into those TVs with the scalers. Unless they're doing something, or there was a mistake on their paperwork, which is completely fine. Also, the analog sticks, 1997 was the original DualShock. Um, the fact that they basically are saying that if the Classic ever comes out again and there were another 20 games, it could never be past that date. Like, because you wouldn't have the right controls for it. Right. Complete scam. Like, it's just, it's one of the worst money grabs that I think the industry has right now. I don't like the cla I don't like the SNES with their fucking one-foot cords. Um, yeah, that one's a little it, weird. It's, yeah, everything that these companies do. And if Microsoft does it, you can bet your ass if people are thinking, oh, I bet you if an Xbox came out, I would fucking be livid. I do not like the idea at all. It's That's just me. I know mm -hmm. people... You know, like it, and I get nostalgia, but nostalgia to me is a feeling, not an actual tangible item. And I'm spending money, and I don't need to pay a hundred dollars for nostalgia. Right. I don't need to pay five dollars for nostalgia. So that's just me. Yeah. I, I mean, I think if you look at it, the the Sony's PS4 could play PS1 and PS2 games. Yep. You pop them in and stuff. And right. the thing, like, I look at Nintendo, and I'm like, I guess they were going to sell people those games anyway because you can't put the cartridge into the, uh, the right. switch so i'm like all right that makes sense but like yeah the, the playstation 4 not being able to take a playstation 1 disc see what it is and then download it from the shop yeah. like microsoft does that the tweet that microsoft put out it, it didn't go over well because it was poorly worded but it made sense it was very poorly worded it was very <laughs> yeah. free free yeah dude your sir if your service is over one cent it's not free that's the I, first thing. i saw that and i immediately thought game pass update on the night that uh, that yeah, PlayStation yeah. One Classic comes out, and I read it, and I was like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> like, that's yeah. not what this is." Uh, but it makes sense that they're telling you we do backwards compatibility for free, whereas the competition charges for it or just outright doesn't give it to you. So mm -hmm, that's yeah. Microsoft is untouchable in the backwards compatibility. Well, and even though probably always will be the the fucking. I mean, now that I've seen like the Fallout's backwards compatible HD upresed and actually enhanced, it's unbelievable. The difference between Fallout Three on the 360 and Fallout oh, Three yeah. on the Xbox One enhanced, you're just like, and that's all just filtering. Well, not yeah. all of it, but a lot of it is the fact that those games did not have proper filtering on those old consoles. I so. always hear Red Red Dead Redemption is like the one to go back and look at now in 4K. It is. It is. Yeah. Absolutely. It looks. It, I wouldn't say it looks first gen xbox one but i would say it looks mid like three it looks like a 360 pro or something made it it's it's okay. definitely definitely done very well yeah but it's gonna be i mean when we go forward if if they're gonna keep backwards compatibility does that mean they can never take the disk drive out of the xbox line good yeah, that's my that's my question there because Sony has trained everyone, and so does Nintendo, to not expect you to be able to put your game into the system, so they can remove the. I think everyone knows digital media is eventually going to be like the, thing. the it. Yeah. So yeah, they can't remove their disc drive then if they really keep pushing backwards compatibility like they. Or are. they'll do the, the rumor that I had heard was that a big, big manufacturer, but nobody said who, was looking to do a limited run style situation. So it's like, what if Microsoft or Sony had a print-to-play or print-to-purchase system where it's like, yeah, I want this. And they're like, okay. And they print out a certain number. Oh, so, in okay. fact, Limited Press, is that their name? Limited, limited, uh, limited Run. Games. Yeah, so Limited Run already gets you know that business. You can't tell me Sony and Microsoft aren't looking at that and going, wait a minute. Yeah. If they're getting <laughs> that bit. I mean, 
they're they're business people. I would do it. You guys would do it. If you're running the company, you'd be like, hey, the competition's doing something. We actually own this shit. Mm -hmm. Why yeah. don't we do something along those lines? So yeah. either way could could work out. Absolutely. Absolutely. I remember during that time, I, I was really young when the PlayStation 1 and the 64 were a thing. And I remember it was kind of like the you either have one or the other. Now, I don't know about you guys when, you know, if you were like a N N64 kid. Sega or Saturn, baby. Okay. Oh, man. I'm All right. Sorry. <laughs> oh, best system ever. Loved it. I, I, had the, I had the 64 first, and then I got the PS1, like the little one, mm -hmm. um, with Tony Hawk Pro oh, Skater yeah. 2, because that was like it back then. But yes. uh, that's when skateboarding was like super hot. Yeah. Uh, but, but before that even, my school actually sent kids home with the original playstation with learning games what so yeah it was weird it was weird there was one wow. it was a, um, one of the games i'm trying to remember what it was called it was a blue moose who would surf through the neighborhoods and uh they would they would teach you things hmm. and it was during elementary school times i think i think that was like fifth grade maybe so while grade? you guys were doing that i was playing duke nukem co-op online on the Sega Saturn. Well, here's what here's what we would oh, do. Yeah, no one ever played those games. We would go rent games. Yeah, of <laughs> so course. Send it home, and we would like we would rent like I remember I rented Hercules because that game that game was actually pretty fun. Uh, Mega Man, I think X Mega. Four was out at the time. Um, so big Mega Man fan, and just, uh -huh. we just played everything but the Blue Moose game. They sent us home with, and at the end <laughs> of like three months, I think we had to give it back. So we got a PS One for free for like three months, basically. Damn, that's awesome. Yeah. It was really funny. I I, I got to figure out what that Blue Moose game was called because it had a full theme song. I think of it, this isn't the game, but it reminds me of that that game Zumbinis that I, I used to always play when uh, I was a kid. I had to learn math. You'd you'd have like to count these little fuzzy guys and like put them in certain areas. It was like a a golden game for kids my age in my school i remember it i'm so not well. the only one here who played sneak king am i the burger king game fucking <laughs> oh, a baby That's i used to always say I'd, I'd get the go to burger king and get those games but i just Dude, couldn't i didn't just didn't want to get burger king <laughs> you need to pick up sneak king and tw and tweet it or uh, twitch it because i'm telling you people would watch that game is creepy as fuck is so worth i a matter of fact we were talking about doing it as a halloween on our halloween Twitch was to do sneak game. I think I found it. I think it's called Mars Moose on the PlayStation 1. Mars Moose. Yes. They would send us home with that. And I, there was another game too. But it was basically just a bunch of learning. It was like the learning games from PC but on the PlayStation. Right. We were sent home with guns. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know why they tried that. Maybe that's because like everyone was talking about the PlayStation when it came out. So they were like, well. we'll or maybe Sony had a d deal with education maybe. Well, maybe. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. Yeah, but, they might have. Hmm. No, none of us played it though. We all played like Crash Bandicoot. Well, we all um, actually, <laughs> when I was growing up, the Apple IIe and uh, the Commodore, there were actually uh, school events that you could go to and you could check them out. Mm -hmm. So, and that that was driven by Apple and driven by IBM, driven by um, all those different companies. So, I, I could see a company looking at that. that. Do you guys remember Sony and all their BS marketing? It's like. Yeah, we can't sell them in Iraq because they can control missiles. They're so powerful, <laughs> and we don't want Saddam Hussein getting in charge of them. You're just like you fucking weirdos. I mean, I guess that <laughs> was that was when Sony first showed up, and they were probably trying to do whatever they could to get into kids' homes. They were doing so. anything, yeah. yeah. Could, you're well, right. They, that probably makes sense. They got fucked over by Nintendo, so it makes sense, right? Yeah. Can you guys believe that? That the only reason Sony exists in its current stage is because Nintendo said fuck you. Yeah, isn't that like crazy? It's, yeah. It is. It's so it's, it's fascinating, weird. really. Well, yeah, and it shows you watch your fucking back. Like, don't screw people over. 
you know, yep. watch your back, man. Like if you're yeah. going to do a business decision, you should probably follow through. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, for me, with this classic, the reason I'm interested, um, it, I, I never actually owned a PS1 ever. I, I had a Nintendo 64 growing up and like that was my system. Like I just played everything on it. I have fond memories really of Pokemon Stadium for sure. That's like the instant go-to in my head, Smash Bros, of course. Um, yeah. But I never really experienced a lot of PS1 classics growing up, you know, aside from, of course, Final Fantasy VII. But everything on that list, like, I've listened to the Ridge Racer Type 4 soundtrack a ton because it's just so good. But I've never played the game or really know anything about the game. So stuff like that is intriguing. I don't like how they announce, like, five at a time, though. I just wish, you know, this is your day to announce it. Give us all the games because... Yeah, that was... You know, what what happens is if you're going to keep doing it sporadically, you you might have more people getting angry who who aren't getting the games they want, you know, and and I feel like a lot of people buy these systems just to have, like, that one game to plug and play whenever. Like, this is not the PlayStation Classic. This is my Tekken 3 machine, or this is my Final Fantasy 7 machine, and so on. Um, But, you know, for me, I have, like, a different vested interest. I'd say a very rare one, though, as someone who, like I said, I, I played a PlayStation 1, like, I think twice growing up. Yeah, like, it was... At a friend's house for like an hour. Very rare, sporadic occurrences. So, for me, it was all N64. And you'd think I'd be more about like the the rumored N64 classic, which, you know, we just... The same, I think, 24-hour period, we got the controller trademark image, which looks like what is on the uh, the labels for uh, the SNES and NES classic. So, it's obviously coming... Um, do you guys feel like there's going to be this kind of uh, debate, or not debate, uh, uh, warfare between these two classic consoles this fall? Or do you think Nintendo's going to try to push the live service that we'll talk about in a little bit and um, and maybe do the N64 classic down the line? I mean, the, the warfare's already begun. You mm. saw when their, when their announcement came, right? What, like the eve of yeah. the Nintendo Online launching? Oh, here's the PS1 classic. They only tell us about five games. There's still yeah. 15 more. They're they're holding off on those games, I think, personally, just in case Nintendo does push the N64 Classic this year. Mm-hmm. And they'd have to announce it. They'd have to announce it soon. Like, we're we're almost into October, and they'd launch that in, what, November? They'd have to do it soon. So in the off chance, maybe they're holding back some, you know, some bombs in that 15. I mean, what, Xenogears? Uh, Metal Gear Solid. You've gotta be Metal Gear. Some games out. Gotta get that in there. I'd be curious how they deal with the the Psycho Mantis fight if they do that, hmm. um, where you got to plug it into the second controller slot. Uh, you're supposed to read the back of the case to find yeah. out uh, Meryl's frequency. There's a lot of stuff that that Metal Gear would I think be tough to put on there. I don't even know how that works in like if you emulate it. You just have to change your controller in the emulator to like two, and I don't I don't know how oh, all that would yeah, work. Um, but it would be cool if they could make that happen. Uh, it'd be neat. And then they of course reads your memory card. Uh, so I don't know if this thing has like a virtual memory card with like a menu when you turn it on and everything. There's a lot of a lot of questions there. I think that's why they're holding the 15 back, but I would love to see it. I'd love to go into the MPDs and like talk about it in January for December's and be like, who won, the PS1 or the N64 It would be interesting yeah, just... in a year where we see so many big fall titles dropping um, and we just had like a huge exclusive for Sony and Nintendo has a, a couple of big exclusives coming up and you think the conversation would be about who won the holiday period for that but it's actually could end up being about these age old consoles <laughs> coming back both and who of, won that. Both of those systems would either one of them, probably both of them would outsell the PS4 or the Xbox One and the Switch. They would both outsell them because those are perfect gift items. You know, yeah. you gift them to people. That's what it is. It's Christmas time. We gift stuff to people. So mm-hmm. that's 
That's probably what happened. Got to buy that AC adapter though for that switch. Or mm-hmm. that, um, yeah, uh, some some PS4 poor classic. sucker is gonna get a PS One classic and try to set it up that day for Christmas and learn that <laughs> there isn't uh, the AC adapter. There. I mean, that's what happened with the the new 3DS XL. <laughs> oh I yeah, come with an AC adapter. <laughs> oh right. <laughs> Nintendo figures you already own one of their proprietary adapters. That's uh, yeah, oh, egotistical. Yeah, just a bit. Just a little. <laughs> just a bit. <laughs> it reminds me of when I uh, I bought my first ever 3DS and uh, it, it just um the it was a used one from GameStop because I I literally only bought it for Dream Drop Distance, which is a game I I really don't like, <laughs> you know, at this point. <laughs> and um I remember when I bought it, you know, GameStop isn't close to my house, so I I get it, I'm happy, I come home, and I go to charge it, and it doesn't come with the charger, and I'm like, motherfucker, forgot to put it inside the box. <laughs> And and so oh. I had to go all the way back up to GameStop and, and, and get the charger again. So oh, for me, I experienced that nice and early. <laughs> yep, yep. That's why the 2DS XL is more valuable than it should be because it comes with an adapter and it's $50 mm-hmm. less. Unbelievable. Oh, man. Anyway. Bu- I'll, be, I'll be buying one, though, a PS1 Classic. So. Oh, yeah, same. And Carrick will be using it for uh, his bonfire outside the back. Uh, no, but I was going to answer the question about like. W- oh, sorry. You know, no, that's all right. About, about the warfare that will supposedly go on. Ninety nine bucks, of course. If N sixty four Classic came out at ninety nine bucks, that obviously they both sell more. Because not only are they great gifts, but they are super cheap. And anybody who looks at that cheap price and sees multiple games in Born with the controllers is it. That's a. It's a travel system too because they're going to be smaller. So it's like, hey, man, you know, instead of bringing your PC with you to emulate these 20 games or whatever, you can just grab your, you know, your, your PlayStation Classic or your, N- your N64 Classic. Um, but I do feel that there was also a, a lot of, there's a lot of psychology, obviously, in, in the gamemanship between the consumer and between the businesses themselves. And one of the biggest I saw was PS Classic, and then Microsoft is like, yeah, but look at us. And then Sony was like, yeah, we have downloadable games now on PS Now. Mm-hmm. And you have this thing where it's like PS Now is also it, it, this weird, not all games are going to be available to do it and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But you have these weird offerings. I personally think that um, not only are Sony and Nintendo going after each other, obviously, with the Classic, but I actually do... And one person I did talk to at one of the companies did sort of state that there's been discussions around it, is that there is a worry that Microsoft, with the backwards compatibility and the Game Pass, is starting to get, like, this strange momentum. Well, because here's the thing is, and I'm not solving any any mystery no one already knows but like they just need the exclusive in my in my opinion they offer such consumer friendly practices yeah you have a new cheap way to to afford a console right then and there make the impulse purchase not feel like you're you know spending too much money by dropping x amount a hundred dollars they just need the the exclusive games that's all they need yeah Yeah. well and i think that for them forza is probably going to be one of the major ones Mm -hmm. um obviously just judging by the demo it sounds like that's going to be a blockbuster for them but uh, yeah, they—it's weird because Microsoft's exclusive happens to be the games look the best on the X and Game Pass, and it's weird because it's hard to compare them sometimes. Because yeah, right. for example, exclusives are great, but they only come out once every couple months. But if all third-party games look better, then all of a sudden you're like, hmm, third-party games plus 300 free games, not free. Sorry, they said free. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. 
um, it, it's a it's a very awesome time for consumers for the one reason that they're all fighting for like the dollar. They're trying to figure out ways. I'm I'm not a fan of the classic, but there you know PSN now should have been downloadable day one to finally just now be like oh you can fucking up. it's like come on man mm-hmm. they're doing Strange. it because of the competition that's yeah, they're absolutely. not doing it because they love us they're doing it because the competition is forcing them to do it yeah, which I like. Yeah. Helps it's, still, it's still not all of them though. The PS3, you can't. It's not all PS3, of them, yeah. Which is uh, unfortunate the way Sony treated that generation, but they'll probably never be downloadable, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Dude, remember when the PS3 came out, the hardware backwards emulation chip, and then they're like, yeah. "We've decided we'll no longer yeah, have they said backwards." It was too much, too expensive. Yeah, yeah, and they that went to the, the, fuck out the of shitty software version that yeah. didn't work near as well. So they used uh-huh. to put the entire uh, motion engine chip in the PS3. Yes, yeah, <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> But it was just. It was I got to work on repair at that time, and we got to open those up, and it was just like a mess inside. Oh yeah, <laughs> especially that first revision. Oh man. Well, the classic is coming in just a couple of months, but right now we've got Nintendo Online, which has just gone live this week. So this information is by CNET from Morgan Little and Sean Buckley. The paid service uh, costs four dollars a month. $8 for a three-month period, or 20 bucks a year. It's now required for Switch owners who want to play multiplayer games over the internet. In other words, the service is effectively putting parts of major titles like Splatoon 2 and Mario Kart 8 behind uh, a paywall. And also Smash Brothers, Super Mario Party upcoming. You can play uh, NES games. Uh, if you're wondering about the one of the most popular games in the world, Fortnite, don't fret. You're still able to hop into the Battle Royale, even if you don't have Nintendo Online. It's one of the few games that will be allowed to continue online multiplayer without a subscription the online service uh sorry the online service also includes a library of nes titles including mario bros excite bike dr mario uh balloon fight and other nes classics all sequestered into a special nes system nintendo switch online app it's a mouthful of a name but it actually works pretty well it even has the same visual filters nintendo baked into its miniature nes classic console 4x3 pixel perfect and a uh, or four by three ratio, pixel perfect, mm. and a retro TV mode, complete with distortion and scan lines. These games all have a tacked on online functionality, letting player two join in remotely. In our brief testing with the feature, this actually worked fairly well. Which I also saw, um, John, you did a video with Dreamcast guy, and it was really informative, and you could actually see just how seamless it is. Um, you just select online play from the apps menu and join a friend in progress, or wait for one. When we had a strong connection to the other user, it worked great. When we didn't, input lagged, turned fun into frustration. There are currently 20 games in the NES library for now, but Nintendo says it'll be growing the library over the next several months. Lastly, the Nintendo Switch smartphone app is still the primary means of communicating with other players during online play. It's a bit of an awkward experience. If you want to chat with a friend online, you'll need to make plans offline before you can jump in the game, start the game on your Switch, then start the app on your phone and connect via the app as if you were making a call on speakerphone. So that's all I've got for you. Uh, let's start off with you, John. You, you, you tested a lot of this. You cover a lot of Nintendo stuff. What did you feel about this online service? Um, as you as you played through it and, and tinkered with it, so the the fact that people have to pay for online now with Nintendo is uh, not unexpected. I guess it's mm-hmm. every everybody else does it, so I guess why wouldn't you? Is kind of Nintendo's thinking, and I guess their thought process was we don't have to do too much of the service if we charge less, which is probably not the best mentality I think to have. I would have preferred for them to 
charge forty dollars and have a good service overall. Um, their online needs it needs work. The app is uh, it's not good. <laughs> yeah, people people some people say it works well. I I don't know why I'd pick up my phone to talk to somebody over it when I could just call them or load up Discord on my phone. Um, but uh, the I will say the NES offering is good, but my problem with that is I I feel like there's a roof for the for their their NES flicks if you want to call it that because the whole service is $20 a year. I mean, how many NES games could they actually jam in there before they start to realize that they're devaluing their games? Cuz any that's what Nintendo one thing about Nintendo's games is they they never drop in price. They're always expensive, and here they are jamming. I mean, they're going to do four games per month now. It seems going forward, just add it in. So by next year, by the next time I have to pay twenty dollars a year, which is next what September, I guess. Will there be, I don't know, fifty games in there for twenty dollars? I mean, would we be able to get Super Nintendo games for twenty dollars? Or like, I feel like if they had a good online service for like forty dollars just for the service. And then we had a their version of Game Pass for ten dollars a month. There'd be a ton of room for them to grow into Nintendo sixty four, even and mm-hmm. GameCube maybe. Um, so I, I feel like that might happen eventually. But as the service stands now, if you really want the NES games, twenty bucks a year, that's probably what you're going to lean on. And I think that's what Nintendo delayed the service for was to add more NES games and use that as a crutch for their online service that's missing it doesn't have messaging you can't message people you can't create parties outside of the game um there's no native voice chat there's a lot of things they're missing and i feel like they're just saying nes games 20 bucks a year but yeah if you want to play smash you gotta give them a 20 i guess yes you do that's that's why i will i haven't paid them a dime but that's when i will probably end up paying um you know you 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 definitely i agree when you say i'd rather pay more for a better service because i imagine what if they had they said you know here's nintendo online we got our parties we got our messaging you know it doesn't take you off of the console to group up with your friends and more importantly i think if they included like virtual console and they really like i'm talking hit a home run they're like we got a little gamecube library a little game boy library somehow maybe just because it's the switch is portable that'd be cool um we got the nes snes like they just and they say you know each month we're gonna have one new nes one new snes one new gamecube and one new uh game boy and and just keep growing that way i I think i'd pay for that in a heartbeat just knowing you know that because we we see with ps plus the big thing is um the the free games you're gonna get and and soon that'll kind of dwindle down because the Vita is no longer being supported, so that's going to be one last game. They announced that in 2019. There's not going to be PS3 games anymore, so it's just going to be PS4 at that point. Um, but Microsoft still does the the two Xbox 360 titles and the two Xbox One titles. So I feel like Nintendo, with their history, uh, that they are primed perfectly for that type of service. So um, I know it's a matter of emulation and getting all that working. It's a lot of technical hurdles to a leap, but I, I mean, if they could figure it out, that would be a service... I personally feel uh, worth diving into. Carrick, what about you? Yeah. Uh, I think that they are the most low-effort motherfuckers in the industry. <laughs> like, their their online service is so shitty that they can't even contain your save games if, like, your credit mm. card went bad. 
they said that save games are 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 not saved at all if you do not have an active account. So I will say I will say there there appears to be an extended period of time afterwards is what we're hearing, but they have not at all outlined it or communicated it. So yeah, that's so the right problem. now that's we'll the real go problem with, is we don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now we'll go with uh, I'm just going with what they said, which yeah. in their article said there isn't, but. If there is, great. Microsoft's forever. Sony's six months. Um, that kind of stuff. But the low effort, their online is from fucking 1942. I mean, their their online systems are so terrible. The, the fucking phone app, no one in the world thinks that's a good idea. And they are so low effort that they can't get any... They still have the friend code, the way they do all that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, friend code's weird to me, yeah. Yeah, they, they are... They just don't care. And what's strange is, since I've known you, every time we talk about Nintendo, you repeat the same fucking phrase, which infuriates me. Not towards, <laughs> not towards you, no, by you're the good. way. Um, which is, if only Nintendo would. And I'm pretty that's, much done. No, you're, you make a good point. That, that, that's all we ever say. If they have an, an amazing IP lineup, and then they give you shit. They have an amazing this, and then there's not a lot delivered. They have, they, they are, they are one of those companies that they just sit back, and I swear to fuck, their meetings, Maddie, must be the most crazy meetings. <laughs> Imagine somebody saying, "Hey guys, everybody else is online. What do you guys think about a cell phone app? Like, what the fuck? Who wakes up and says that's a good idea? Like, <laughs> no, let's separate you. the app." From our hardware that makes total sense so I, you it, know it's really funny like you're saying oh. no one even like the the biggest nintendo fans no one likes that app <laughs> yeah no yeah. one does i mean i'm not lying if if somebody says they like the app they're lying so there's that um or the fact that not to be rude discord works far better if you want to use voice for example um we all i mean yes, i don't know anybody a million other options too that, yeah that are easily as accessible so why create this app i just feel like nintendo yeah. at some point should have stopped and just thought wait Wait, this is this is already done. I can get Skype on my phone. I can get Discord on my phone. I can make a phone call. <laughs> you know, like there's so many ways. To I do love it. the price. I think that a low lower price is better for any online service. Mm -hmm. um, and I do understand that servers cost multiple multiple millions of dollars. Like you'll hear Microsoft when they break up their numbers, and if you start looking at that when they do their quarterly shit, and you start hearing about like their server numbers, and they're not the most popular console, and you're all hmm. That's that's quite a quite a load of cash, and I think that um, Nintendo doesn't want to foot that, and I get it. Mm -hmm. I like the cheaper price. I think that's great. I don't, but it it's a cheaper price for a hodgepodge system that requires all these other things. And to me, that's just it's not some way to move into the future. I would that's... rather I, Nintendo just doesn't move into the future. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually, just, it's it's weird. They what they did here was they inconvenienced with that app a very convenient system. Exactly. Very weird. I, I, I've That's never true. understood that. What's funny, what's really funny is it's completely possible because Fortnite has native voice chat. Yeah. Which is right. weird. Exactly. Uh, Splatoon, Splatoon 2 through LAN has native voice chat. <laughs> and remember, they <laughs> said weird. originally that was impossible. They, yeah. there was, that's another thing Nintendo likes to do is be all, because it's not possible and then another company will do it. Look at Sony. Crossplay is not possible and then fucking arena league or whatever accidentally turns it on just to show that it is possible it's just i don't know man it it burns my hide i, well, I mean I just we also heard the, the microsoft shit. it's it's impossible to get original xbox teams on there like phil spencer himself and then it happened you know it takes a little well, effort and money 
it took not only that, but when the team, because I know somebody from that team, when that team was talking about how hard it was, they really did, you know, think it was impossible. Mm-hmm. But it's but the difference there is that was an internal team with money working on it, where it's like the Fortnite team isn't, and they're just like, yeah, we figured it out, and you're yeah. all, how did the fuck did they? If Nintendo can't figure it out, how the fuck did these guys just randomly get it working? But whatever, um, it's it's cheap, which is its selling factor, I think. The well, they um, from what we can tell with uh, Fortnite, they they used Unreal Unreal Engine four has like a voice option. Yeah, voice it. chat. Yeah. So they just built they it used, in there, which is smart. Which is yeah. smart. And there's a lot of Unreal games too that could do that, and I would love to see more companies do that for sure. Oh, speaking of that, I wanted to ask real quick. Um, I, actually, I want to talk at the end. I saw Spawnwave did a um something on um, uh, 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 City Skylines for the Switch. I, yeah, I want to talk I about the it. FPS on that. A yeah. bit of gameplay on it um, for at the you, at the end of the video. I just you can do it now. I mean, this is where we're talking about Nintendo. So if you want to dive in, so so you were talking about the frame rate being pretty bad uh, later in the game. Is that what you were saying for the oh for the for the Switch version of it for the Switch version, right? No, I I got as far as I could with my town dying of apparently pollution because I put the one thing upstream wow, from the other. <laughs> uh, oh, gotcha. What I really wanted to do was I was hoping that there was an option. I was trying to remember if the PC version. Are you are you big in the skylines? A little bit. That's why I'm asking. I was hoping that there was like an option to where people set up uh, scenarios or like towns ahead of time, and I could just download it and try out the frame rate. Because I'm there not at all are. into city builders at all. Gotcha. There. Yeah. There. Uh, I know there's mods now. You, you know for it but okay. okay okay i was wondering i i i thought for then it then it wasn't you somebody just recently said something like after a certain amount of time in their frame rate had dumped oh wow um, okay. to just an insanely low frame rate which it, that's one of the big hurdles on the pc as well it would dump so a lot oh. of times whenever i see a game go from pc to switch i'm like here we go <laughs> you know it'll be especially a simulation game like that mm-hmm. like i was really surprised to see that roll out so i just wanted to see but. from what from what i played it was okay but when things would start happening and you zoom in it would chug a bit until it catches up i guess gotcha. the best way to describe it but okay. like when you zoom in everything looks like low resolution it's basically like they oh. took that resolution slider and went you know just down oh, okay. just to get it till the frame rate started working <laughs> so. okay gotcha i was just wondering cuz I, I was thinking about getting in it, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay. Away. Well, it's just one of those yeah. games that you look at and you're like, "This is great for the Switch," and then you you see what type of game it is, and you realize, "All right, this is gonna be one of those those Switch games that kind of is bogged down a little bit by technical limitations." Look um, at Civilization; they announced that for it. That's yeah, the, the, I mean, the, that, that fucking AI kills a PC. Have you yeah, ever gone into a late game of Civilization and then said, "Let the AI go," and then yeah. be like, "Well, I guess I'm gonna go get a burger, go to sleep, <laughs> I, you know, work out." <laughs> I think I think that one might work a little bit better because they have an iPad version of it. They do. That's mm. actually what one of my viewers was posting was saying that it, it there had been some optimization and the iPad version was not bad at yeah, all. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking that's actually one of the reasons the version. they're getting it to the Switch and not other consoles right now is because there's an iPad version that apparently works. Yeah. So. That's very cool. Do you that's guys think cool. that its functionality is also aided by the art style? I know a lot of people didn't like the change, but it seems like you know a lot of Game designers lean towards that. This is probably not the best word to describe. Cartoony, More cartoony but... yeah, the art yeah. style that that doesn't demand as much from a system graphically. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that might be why. Maybe Age of Empire. I'll play Age of Empires. 
I'll play that. They get that. Every I would the play first, Age the first of Empires <laughs> on anything. I'd play it on a fucking watch if I had. Yeah, it. we used to play <laughs> that all the game. time in my household with like LAN connections set up yep. back then. Oh yep. man. Yep. So, so fun. Such a great game. The nineties were great. They were. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was just being born. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Next is another online that was announced, but it wasn't for a console, but rather a game itself. So this information comes from the Rockstar Games blog. We're going to go through Red Dead Online and then also a little Q&A that IGN had uh, exclusive access with Rockstar to, you know, pick their brains a little bit on um, what's going on with this system. But I'll just preface this by saying that clearly because Rockstar said in this um blog posts like go if you want more information go check out ign's q a there was a little uh exclusivity deal here where ign clearly doesn't press many buttons and if they did i'm sure rockstar was like hey no like you, that can't be there um anyway today we are excited to announce red dead online a new online connected experience set against the backdrop of red dead redemption 2's enormous open world oh man i made a mess up stapling so like have you ever done this before you staple too deep into the over page. the words and so yeah. yeah like now i got some words tied up with each other and i have to guess what they are uh red dead online i can tell that one is an evolution of the classic multiplayer experience in the original red dead redemption blending narrative with competitive and uh let's see here um positive maybe intuitive maybe yeah i'm gonna go with intuitive gameplay in fun new ways uh, using the gameplay of the upcoming Red Dead Redemption 2 as a foundation, Red Dead Online will be uh, ready to be explored alone or with friends, and will also feature constant updates and adjustments to grow and evolve this experience for all players. Red Dead Online is planned to launch November 18th, initially as a public beta, with more news to come soon. As with the most online, or as with most online experiences of this size and scale, there will inevitably be some turbulence at launch. We look forward to working with our amazing and dedicated community to share ideas, help us fix teething problems, and work with us to develop Red Dead Online into something really fun and innovative. Um, access to Red Dead Online is free to anyone who has a copy of the game, by the way, on either PS4 or Xbox One. So while I get a hold of the um, the Q&A on my phone, uh, I'd love to hear what you guys feel about you know, them taking the GTA 5 approach in many ways, you know, delaying Red Dead Online after launch. Do you think this impacts single-player DLC, despite Red Dead Redemption having some really fantastic pieces of single-player DLC? And just generally, yeah, what are your thoughts? Go ahead, John. It was, it was, it was weird that they... Why would they say it was free to everybody who owns it? I don't are know. Are they selling that thing separately outside of that? I guess it was to clarify, just so people oh, didn't okay. think it was separate, that you okay. could just buy it. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting. But uh, nah, I mean, I they Take Two has uh, they they know what they want to do with this thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see GTA Five uh, in the MPDs, and the reason it's always there is because they sell shark cards, and you get a copy of the game with the shark card. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's why they're always in the MPDs. Uh, they Take Two is doubling down on microtransactions, games as a service. Uh, I think as long as they don't. I'm concerned to what they're going to do with Red Dead Online. I'm going to be honest, because GTA 5, have you guys played a lot of GTA Online at all? I yes. used to. Used yeah. to, but uh, yeah. it's been a good couple of years. I started to find out, as I would talk about it here and there in videos, that apparently it has turned into, uh, you go to the store and you buy a lot of shark cards to get good at that game, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, that's one of the reasons I stopped playing it because the grind became like immense uh, unless you spend 50 bucks to get like a yacht or something. And then people started breaking down how much the cars cost. And it was like hundreds of dollars to get X amount of cars or something. Wow. And uh, I think they're going to make a really cool online, but I'm concerned that take two is going to uh, literally take too many microtransactions from people. Um, mm. But I think the single player and everything is going to be awesome, but I don't even, did we even get any GTA five single player content at all? No, they canceled it. Yeah, I I think that they just want to flesh out that online and leave the single player how it is, um, which is a shame because I think this is going to be an awesome game. Um, but the online, maybe it'll be like what I did with GTA Five, where I bought the game, I played the single player, I dabbled in the online, and then I kind of moved on after that. Yeah, and, same uh, exact thing. That's kind of what I'm thinking here, but um, we'll see. I don't know. We'll I don't. I'm, gonna, I'm buying it. it. I'm buying it. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna, I'm gonna love the single player game because I love the first one, but uh, we'll see about this online. What are they gonna call it anyway? Buffalo cards or <laughs> donkey <laughs> ducats? Yeah, <laughs> I betcha. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm, I mean, I'm in for it, we'll I, I don't have that adoration that a lot of people have for Rockstar Games personally, and part of it's just because I've, I, I think it's because they make such good games, and I get very jaded with um, decisions like these, where um, you know I, I always call back to when GTA Five was being promoted and Red De- and GTA Online was like a huge deal, and it was like being talked about in trailers, and they were like, "Do heists with your friends, you know, do this, do that." And none of that came for years until after launch, but, like, no one said anything it felt like. And I was sitting there just wondering, like, hey, I bought this game because I was excited for the single-player aspect, but I'm not going to lie. At that point in time, you know, it was 2013, you know, I was in high school. My friends and I were senior year of high school, so my friends and I were hyped to to play something together um, and and have a, a cool experience of, like, robbing banks or robbing trains or whatever. And and it never came for a very long time, and so that personally left me jaded um and so when i see this same thing happening again the difference here is they weren't like buffing it up in trailers and stuff we we were just all going off the assumption gta online made a lot of money red dead's gonna be a a thing um but yeah i'm just personally i'm gonna be real i i'm excited for this game but i'm way more excited for other games um and i it's really hard to put my finger on why because what i see in here is tremendous and all but I just don't vibe with Rockstar, truthfully. It's just something about them. And I, I see the Take-Two shenanigans, and it's like, at times, I just don't want to spend my money on that. You know, I, I try to very much speak with my wallet. But, um, you know, and, and also as a creator, you know, a lot of people are going to be, everyone's going to be talking about Rockstar. It's like, we're kind of a drop in the bucket <laughs> when it comes to that. Just everyone's going to be fucking on that. And it's like, I have more interest in other games at that point, um, both professionally and just interest-wise. But um, I do have uh, the IGN Q&A here. I was sifting through it while John was talking, and um, it's kind of what you'd expect, but I'm going to go through some of the major points to you know propel the discussion here. So IGN asks, what do you want players to get out of Red Dead Online, and what ambitions does Rockstar have in the terms of evolving their idea of online open worlds? And Josh Needleman says, Red Dead Redemption's multiplayer was a real leap forward for us at the time. It was the first game that hinted at the real opportunities for open world multiplayer beyond cities, where the world was uh, open 
as a place to create your own freeform gameplay, while at the same time was a sort of living lobby for other more structured kinds of game modes. Red Dead Redemption 2 will take those ideas much further and combine that with everything we learned in the years since then with our favorite elements from Grand Theft Auto Online about how to make really fun and complex competitive and cooperative experiences in open worlds and how to introduce narrative elements into multiplayer uh, there's also Why Aren't You Releasing Red Dead Online alongside uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 single-player experience. Um, Imran says, there are a few reasons for this. The first is that Red Dead Redemption 2 and Red Dead Online share the same gameplay mechanics and geography. Uh, we see them essentially as separate products that will grow and evolve independently of each other. So hopefully that means, you know, if he's talking about both of them, hopefully there is a single-player team that will evolve that aspect of the game, provide the story's good, and we actually want more which I, I assume it will be good. But anyway, we love story-based single-player games, and they are the foundation of everything we do. Red Dead Redemption 2 is an absolutely massive story-based game that we hope people will be lost in for a long time, and we want people to experience everything uh, that world has to offer. But before we build on that, um, or we want everyone to experience what that world has to offer before we build on that with the online experience, not to mention uh, playing through the story, getting to know the controls and mechanics of the game, it's the best way to get ready for playing inside the world of Red Dead Online. On top of that, as we have learned from the experience when launching online games at this scale, there are bound to be a few issues, and we want to ensure that we have time to gradually roll out the game and make the experience as smooth as we possibly can for everyone. We believe this is uh, this way of rolling out will give people the best overall experience with both single and multiplayer. And uh, let's see here. This is just about game design... Uh, what have you What have you and your team learned from uh, your experiences launching, designing, updating, supporting Grand Theft Auto Online? To which Josh says, The biggest problem with the original Red Dead Redemption multiplayer was that every update we released fractured the, uh, the audience. As the game got bigger, we separated our player base. Avoiding this was the inspiration behind GTA Online. We are obsessed by keeping the audience complete and experience beyond perpetual. Beyond this and a lot of trials and error... We feel we have found a way to make multiplayer games that feel like Rockstar experiences, combining personality, gameplay, style, narrative, and variety into the packs. Uh, that did not really begin to happen until we released the first heist pack. Our aim this time is to hopefully get there a bit more quicker, but still be responsive to what people enjoy playing and evolve as we go. And that that's pretty much the, the major points, in my opinion. So... A lot of info there. I will shut up for a little bit. Um, what do you guys think about all of that? Go ahead, John. Mm. Uh, so they're talking about how they fractured their player base originally, mm-hmm. and they're concerned about that. That's that's like the that's one of the biggest mistakes these some of these companies were making for a while there. Like I saw it in Call of Duty all the time. I don't know if you guys played a lot of Call of Duty going yes. forward, where DLC they would packs. release a DLC pack and immediately, like half the player base would just drop off. And they still want to. The biggest thing they should be doing is if they're going to have these microtransactions in the game, all DLC should just be updates. So they should be like free, straight up, yeah. just to keep the player base invested. Uh, and I, I feel like Take Two has learned that. So I, I, I expect Red Dead to be updated a lot, especially with what we've seen with things like Fortnite, where they don't even charge for the base game. Like, that online mode should just be, like, free. They should just give it to people. 
Mm-hmm. And like out, are you saying like outside of Red Dead Two? Yeah, that should that okay. should just be straight up free at this point. Uh, GTA should their online should be free as well. Uh, just just give it to people and they'll they'll pay money. How much money does Fortnite make every month? It's like a hundred million dollars or something. They said in uh, the month of August, uh, I think they had like seventy eight point three million players or something. So you know that a lot of insane That's money insane. going. Yeah, it's insane. It's like how many people of that PS4s own? Like its own player base of like what they have 80 million consoles out there how many of those people you think would just download red dead just to play it because it's free online Um, like it's they're just it's it's again it's just it's just an old tradition of charging an upfront fee to get into a game where there's so much stuff to buy anyway it would support it but um i i expect at least the updates to be free if and i don't know if they'll really update the online to the degree of you know big packs or anything but I feel like that online is going to have big updates and they'll they'll keep you keep it alive with microtransactions and everything. Just don't don't split that player base. Just don't do it. Mm. So that's that's my real thought on the player base possibly being split. I hope they don't do that. That would that would hurt it. Carrick, what about you? I I I think they're sort of full of shit because they does is that a running theme for today? But from me. Here's why. They said they they said, "Oh, we split the player base with updates." Guess what, dickheads? You split the player base by making me spend $500 mm-hmm. when yep. I first jump into <laughs> GTA 5. So, they're full of shit. This is also the company that stated had those just amazing nutsacks to say they weren't microtransactioning enough. And to <laughs> me, it take, it it takes an amazing nutsack to stand up and on any kind of digital platform say that, and they said it with absolutely no blinking. So my personal <laughs> belief is, it's good. You're going to get your single player, but that multiplayer is going to be. I mean, I just did a video on this where, and I'm not joking, where it's like you're going to have a base, 99 cents if you want this picket fence piece, oh, 99 man. cents for the Knicks, 99 cents for this. We've seen it with NBA 2K fucking whatever, where you couldn't even get your hair and your beard <laughs> the same color. I, I talked about that in my review. Each one was a microtransaction. Oh. I, I, they, this is these are companies that I just don't think. I, I don't think what they say. Yeah, in any way, shape, or form matters because one of the problems is is that a lot of these companies that that money comes in and that's all they see. They've got one foot on each yacht. I mean, yeah. that's that's how they're swimming around. So it's like I don't. I, I honestly feel that online is going to be a purchase fucking haven. I, I mean, just believe and, you're going to get in. And mm-hmm. It's going to be everything. Yeah, because some it, people might think we're being cynical, but I think we just look at GTA Online and that's all you need. You yeah, know? and and then you look at comments surrounding that, you know, the condiments to this microtransaction sandwich from Take yeah. Two. And, but it's and all it's condiments. Like, it's not even a sandwich anymore. True. It's a ton right? of ketchup here. Ton of ketchup it's a ton of ketchup out. and some mustard <laughs> and an occasional pickle in the shape of a fifty dollar fucking car. And they can fuck off when they look at their pricing because their their pricing is ridiculous. Uh, John was completely right when he was like, you know, some of these cars are costing, you know, insane amounts of money. They have star citizened GTA five in some magical way without anybody bitching or not much bitching, certainly not as much as star citizen. They've magically made it so that their digital items are worth insane amounts of money. You know, the, the worst the worst part is if you ever catch a customer going up to the counter at like a GameStop or somewhere with a shark card, I can tell you nine times out of ten it's it's a it's a gamer under the age of like twelve. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. and they're 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 getting in now. But I mean that's also to your point, that's the same company that asked people to go tell Belgium that 
We want loot boxes, guys. Yeah, yeah, we, we need those. <laughs> we need those things. They help. They help the youth of America. Um, yeah. So I, I, I just, it nothing that they've done indicates also to me single player content. By the way, so it, true. If they if they did an undead nightmare, which I believe is the DLC you were talking about earlier, Maddie, when you said some of the best DLC for a it was red good, red, right? Yeah. Right. Um, My people really liked it. Yeah, I thought that was uh, really amazing. I don't think they already said, lied, and they did lie, when they said that they were going to do single-player DLC for GTA V, and they didn't. Mm-hmm. I, I think that instead of lying, they're just going to omit. Yeah, no, they're not even going to mention it, I don't, I don't think. Right, it, and I think you're, you, know, you said gr- you know, the growth of both versions. Well, that could be patches. That could be you know, a new activity here or there, but I don't think that we're going to see amazing new single-player content. I just mm-hmm. don't. It doesn't... And, and I don't have any as hope. a company, I get it. You know, you you look yeah. at Rockstar yep. and they're like, we put... Let's say we put out DLC for um, single-player. They probably would want to charge for it because it's not like the online mode where you release a free patch. Hey, here's a handful of new cars, but if they buy these shark cards, then we're going to earn our money back on what we invested in this update and then make even more on top of that. So, yeah. you know, that's probably also why as a business, they're like, yeah, let's just veer away from that because we, we stand a chance to lose here. Um, so as a business, I get it, but as a gamer, I don't like it. And I, I wonder if what's, what's really off putting is, is we always talk about these issues. Um, I, I think gamers are very aware of it. I mean, I know my Twitter following, it does not represent every single gamer out there, but when I had seen the red dead online news and I was like, Hey, does this mean, we're probably not getting single player DLC and everyone was like, ask the shark cards. Yeah, you're probably right. Like <laughs> most people were very vocal about like, yeah, what they're doing is bullshit. But I also noticed a lot of people on top of that go, but I'm buying it anyways, but I don't care. I'm going to love the game anyways, but Rockstar is amazing. I'm going to buy it anyways. And it's this weird conflict of interest where you have this amazing developer, amazing games. And I'm not even going to smash the GTA online content because that's a fun expansion uh, despite the microtransactions hell zone that they have there. Um, but then, like I said, those very microtransactions make you like, it's like you're just fighting yourself constantly. It's like, this game's awesome. Fuck this game, though. And I, I just feel like we're always encouraged patience. You know, let's wait and see, all that type of stuff. But when it's Rockstar, it's just like out the window <laughs> well and remember these are the same guys who i mean they just stated oh you know we split the player base uh in in this way and that way mm-hmm. but when you look at gta 5 they also split it in another way by making it so that the public lobbies could only have certain items and they split that even which i didn't know of until i returned back to it and i couldn't figure out where half the shit was and people were like no you, you can't do private lobbies with that anymore uh, this stuff is only in the main lobbies with like everybody and what? You're all well. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's some. Yeah, there's some. Yeah, G, uh, Go Burns, who's on my podcast. He, right. That all he is 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 uh, their games, and uh, he talks about it all the time. That splitting, they've split multiple times. I don't. I, I think their idea here is to honestly promise nothing and under deliver, and people will be happy because just like Nintendo, they're selling some nostalgia here. Mm. Red Dead. You know, we all loved Red... Well, at least I loved Red Dead. I know Maddie wasn't in love with it, but I I really like Red Dead. Um, So those people will buy it, and then what if they just are like, oh, yeah, you know, there's not a lot of stuff in the store. It'll creep up, though. 
it'll start in that first two months and there'll be just a couple things. And then you, it, you'll go away. You'll come back six months later and it's like, buy a brand new horse saddle for forty nine ninety nine. <laughs> we there is a psycholo- There is a ton of psychology based around using dual currencies where you pay something for a certain number of things in a game. So like $5 for 1,000 crystals. Yep. That shit is absolutely unacceptable and needs to stop. So like shark cards, if it's 100 bucks, everything that's there needs to state exactly, not how many donkey points it fucking costs, but how many exact cents or dollars it costs. Because the number of people who see, oh, $5 donkey card gets me 1,000 you know, gold doubloons. And you're like, oh, great, that's 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 a lot. And then you go in and it's like 50,000 gold doubloons for a fucking pair of shoelaces. You know, <laughs> I the, the, thing balloons. the thing that's really weird is if you're a fan of Rockstar, you should actually be kind of annoyed about the yeah, Grand Theft Auto Online. I'm telling you, I know. They used to they used to make a lot of games and GTA 5 is like the last game that they made. Yeah, right? it sucked five it up. years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It all sucked right. up all the talent, all yeah. the everything. But like what like they haven't done anything with like Bully or Bully. Manhunt or Max Payne or Midnight. I love Midnight Club, and 2008 I adore was the last Bully, one that we had. And I was obsessed with Max Payne three. You have no yeah. idea how happy I would be. And I mean that's the thing with Rockstar. I think they they got their IPs for everybody, but they don't deviate the talent. Like Carrick said, it it was like a vacuum. It sucked everyone up yeah. for GTA Online. But do you see what I'm saying? How it feels like Nintendo. Nintendo has yes. a bunch of stuff. Doesn't do stuff. Rockstar has a bunch of stuff. Doesn't do stuff. One sells nostalgia, the other sells nostalgia. It's just, it's uncomfortable yeah. after a while. They used, to, they used to make so many games, then GTA V came out, then they just stopped. Manhunt? <laughs> yeah, they're making yeah. so many games. Bully was fucking mad. Oh, yeah, how is there not a Bully 2 yet? Like, this well, is, there was, and oh. one of, there was a, a person who leaked a couple, like, prototype, yeah. you know, because a sometimes, a co- yeah. yeah, or, you know, sometimes they'll say, hey, draw some art like they did with Jade Empire 2. Um, oh. But... It, it never, it never, it, what? Jade, what? Oh, I wish. I wish there was Jade Oh, Empire dude, too. I wish. I'd yeah. kill for a Jade Empire too. Um, But I don't know, man. It's like, we're all, t- the reason why we're all talking like this is because the only thing we have is a history of, yeah. of terrible, you know, back business practices. And yep. they're saying things are going to be different. And then when you say how, they're like, because it's an immersive world and you're yeah. all dude that's not an answer player choice that's, and consequence <laughs> you're like that's that has nothing to do with the question i asked you know which i mean yeah you also got i mean this is gonna there's a lot of pressure on them for this yeah game to be good right 100%. Yeah. how much money they make so much money from gta 5 and we all like to assume you know probably that it goes at, back in being naive about it we're like oh <laughs> right. they're buying yachts or you know yeah. making trips to vegas and stuff now nah, they're they're putting the money back in so we we expect Nine and a half and ten out of tens out of Red Dead Redemption. And Absolutely, and I think they. And I think Rockstar story, knows that, right, guys? We would all yeah. agree a long. Oh yeah. Single player story is I, what it, I think will be the big be, thing. It better be the same length as I'm playing Dragon Quest Eleven right now. I'm like forty hours in. It better be. Better be or Dragon li- Quest Eleven well, length. <laughs> it's all. It's also going up against Odyssey, and Odyssey yeah. from the people I've talked to who are playing it are like it may be a hundred hours. Ooh, so man. it's like if it is a hundred hours. And it's sixty bucks, and Oof. you just get all that shit. I could see. I mean, Red Dead, of course, it looks amazing. It certainly yeah. looks like they've got their chops down. But at the yeah, same the, time, if it's a it's... fucking eight-hour game, mm-hmm. people are gonna kill someone. Yep, that's not gonna. No, be there's good. no. I don't yeah. think there's a chance of that. It just because you see the effort and the finer details, especially in the trailers, man. I mean, I, I will say that it's fascinating 
some of the little things that they do um, to, to bring the world to life. And, and there were hands-on previews with the game, and of course they were overwhelmingly positive. Um, that's the only thing is, like, they get so positive about the game. Like, people were talking about horses taking shit and that, <laughs> like, horse testicles, like, change in size based off the weather. And I'm like, that's cool. That's a great little detail, really bringing the world to life. But fuck do I not care about that. I'm not going to be playing with horse nuts for 40 hours. Imagine the day that you're at work and they're like, hey, dude, can you grab that fabric tape measure? Because we're going to go measure some horse nuts. I'm going yeah. to need to see the, uh, the digital foundry analysis on that. Yeah, on horse nuts. <laughs> um, the one thing, though, Maddie, like when you, with all those attention to detail, I, when I said eight hour story, what I really meant was removing the fluff. Oh, I, mean yeah, a, yeah, yeah. I, I mean a true story, like a true, here's a cutscene, cutscene, big event big event world changing event character changing event um that's what i meant absolutely yeah, okay. I, I i i see what you mean by yeah if there's side stuff which there appears to be a ton i just i well i will say i don't believe the previews so that does bother me a little bit because a lot of them use the same wording what that usually means is you have a piece of paper in front of you Mm-hmm. Or the person presenting to you is like the horse nuts shrink, and everybody says the horse nuts shrink in their preview. Mm-hmm. Um, the only people I've ever seen open to a preview saying negative stuff without the caveat of it's a bug or an alpha um, was, of all things, the one I did, which was Watch Dogs Two, where they were like, "You can say whatever you want. Like if you if you hate it, you can say it." And I, I was really happy with that. I felt Spider Man was the same way. You and I talked about this. Where it's like only IGN brought up the thing that turned out to be true, which was that it can get very repetitive. No yeah. one else said a word. And IGN of all companies was like, mm, uh-oh. So here, I, I just can't tell if these previews are, are anything more than another way to get word out about the special features in the game versus yeah. a true preview. Uh, like, I don't know. that Maybe that's just me being cynical, but it feels like especially who got to see it and how they're doing it and what they said if you you start matching everybody saying the same general thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've all been to preview events, right? John's been to some, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I've been to a couple, yeah. I mean, it, depending on which one it is, usually there's a handler, mm-hmm. you know, who's there, and they're, the words they say, you can tell, aren't just made up. They're, oh, you know, oh, yeah. they've they got put, answers. They put one on me when I went to the Switch event. Oh, did they? <laughs> they, yeah. they knew who I was. They were like, wait a minute. Yeah. You can't, can't come in here with a screwdriver. It, it, exactly. <laughs> <You're>, yeah. <laughs> yeah. D-lid this CPU real quick yeah. and let's see if we can drop it by 10 Celsius. So um, it sounds really negative and I'm not trying to be. It's just that there is no history other than GTA 5's online mm. right now. And that's what, that's all I have to to go on other than the memory that gta 5 single player was awesome when it first came out it was i mean well i wouldn't say first because like at first i would remember just standing in a lobby getting booted standing in a lobby getting booted. no but i said I, I, single player single, single player ah, I, I was saying the single uh, player originally was fantastic oh, yeah. well, i love I, I really enjoyed i have i have a bunch of videos of gta online on my channel like videos of my friends and i playing together and stuff i mean it was a blast blast it, was, yeah. it just you know there there came a point where i was ready to, i was ready to move on um, and then I guess it got pretty crazy after that, but I don't want people to mistake any negativity for just that. Yeah, for it, sure. It's just, you know, we give a fuck and we want it to be the best it can be. And there's a pattern established. And I don't think cynicalness is the same as indicating that the pattern that's been established mm-hmm. is, is set in stone has been for a while. If this company turns around magically changed, 
I'd be the first to fucking stand up on top of my house and be screaming out doing YouTube videos of me dressed up like fucking one of the Western characters. Like, if, if they <laughs> I did hope they turn switch, around then. <laughs> I hope they turn it around. Now, now Maddie's like, I want to see that video character. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I would be, I, I, I hope, I hope. Mm. All right, well, we shall see in a couple months when Red Dead Online drops. And now it's time for... A little more microtransactions. Uh, a recent debate has sparked up with Halo Infinite. It was revealed this past E3. Just a CGI trailer. But now some job listings have pointed to a little more nefarious stuff going on. So this information comes from JP... Uh, I apologize if I mispronounced the last name. Gemboris of Game Informer. A job ad posted under Microsoft Careers in June states that 343 Industries is currently looking for an online experience design director with responsibilities including engagement features that encourage players to return again and again and qualifications that work on live services with experience in social and microtransaction systems. Fans have begun to speculate that Halo Infinite will have a, or will be a live service game, an increasingly popular model in the AAA space akin to that of Destiny or... Wow, I didn't even realize this. GTA Online. <laughs> in response to the conjecture, <laughs> studio head Chris Lee recently took to Twitter to let fans know that the game will not, quote, include real money box, real money loot boxes, end quote. Are you guys surprised at all that this is Halo's direction? No. No, I mean, it's, Halo 5 had, like, packs that we would open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think that, I've, I, I've stacked mode. up, like, 99 of them because I never open them, but they keep <laughs> giving them to me. Uh, I'm not surprised. It's Microsoft wants live services for their games. Yeah. I, it's what they do now, so I'm not, I'm not surprised. If they're going to give it away in Game Pass, they want to get money out of you another way. Uh, Halo Infinite, the thing about Halo Infinite, it feels like it's, like, the last Halo almost because they're calling it Infinite, and it's just going to be... A continuously updated thing like super so, smash brothers ultimate kind of like you just yeah like i expect i would be shocked if there's another smash bros by the way i think ultimate's the last one but yeah i uh, would be too or maybe yeah. a hiatus of many many years before that comes yeah, yeah. like they yeah. Just, just keep porting it to the next system and yeah exactly and, yeah that's yeah, true. it's, it's that's gonna be fine. a dlc platform after that but yeah i agree with that halo i feel halo infinite's gonna be i feel the last one I, but like that name infinite has to symbolically represent something yeah because they don't name they do not name their games without a reason because yeah there was they've always been numerical or there was reach three odst like there was a meaning behind this infinite and i instantly thought we actually had a a conversation on my discord for my patrons about this and we were thinking like what if it's like open world to some extent i don't know i thought of that and i was like i i don't know how they do that with halo but holy shit i like well, just do something like that. Oh boy! So ha- Halo Five, <laughs> Halo that. Five, Halo Five had special ops. Remember the yeah. the mini missions. So my personal belief is it'll be a base of some kind, your main story, and then it'll be like fly to this planet where the flood are invading. Go here to where this and the Ooh, infinite part right. will will most likely be that true open world like a GTA. No, because that'd just be fucking weird. But uh, I could definitely weird. see. I could definitely see, you know, let's say we're four playing and I'm like, hey, John, hey, Maddie, let's jump in this fucking, you know, bird and go to another planet and uh, and and conquer this planet. And they're able to make using Forge. We've seen how amazing Forge is. Mm-hmm. I mean, Forge is probably one of the best overall like map level makers in a contained space mm-hmm. I've ever seen. So it's like if kids are doing that, modders, sorry, um, then professionals could continue to do that. 
The Spec Ops thing they did, I really liked, because I don't know if you guys remember, but it was released on a weekly basis. It was like m- Monday of one week, you would have these ops, and then the next Monday, it would be a different set of missions. Mm. They were I think it was called Special Ops, but it um, it was in Halo, and you were able to go out with a, another team. It was like B-team or something. Yeah. Um, mm. And it was a side campaign, I guess, a side what, oh. mode. Um, Wasn't that and Call it w- of Duty, too? Spec Ops. Oh, I'm sure. Call call yeah. Call of Duty had the one where you could be in the plane and the other dude would be on the yeah, ground. And you'd yeah. shoot people. <laughs> um, so we're looking at that, but I do find it weird because the Halo director did tweet after that story and said there are no whatsoever uh, money microtransactions in Halo Infinite. So it's mm. like, who are we believing? He said it after that went out too. Well, he's, he didn't. He, he specifically said loot boxes, right? Wait, yeah. that is true. He said no money, no money. Um, yeah, no money. Money no real something money loot, loot boxes. boxes. So yeah. maybe it's going to be the tried and true cosmetics. You earn them in in-game rewards. Oh, I'm okay and, with that. If, yeah. if it turns to be that, then I'd be like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you know what you're getting, then the, it, it, the story changes a little bit. Yeah, as long sure. as you can, as long as you know what you're getting, and you can earn it all, like just by playing the game. Then, yeah, but in a normal, I, if, if, in if a normal guy, amount. Yeah, if this guy over here wants his armor to be like pink with like bright green stripes, yeah, right, exactly. It, I, I don't care. <laughs> I'll show up with the gnomes, you know, fucking puking the the rainbow behind yeah. me as my as my icon. Yeah, so oh, he did he did pop off really quick too. That came out and he was like, actually, no, blah blah blah. So, you know, once again, we're left like Rockstar, not hmm. knowing. Yeah, I mean, I, feel I like agree with John. They, Microsoft they... wants it. I just yeah. feel like they they and that's definitely a really good point. I, I just feel like they jumped on it quickly because after Halo Five, Halo's kind of falling off the map a little bit. It's still a flagship title, but it's I wouldn't say it's the Titan yeah. it once was. Ask, um, get back in the Master Chief Collection. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. I'm back I, to that now. <laughs> I love that man. I love that game so much. That that mm, Halo One. I love Halo One. I know everyone's like two, three. Uh, I'm a Halo Three guy. Yeah, Halo, I mean, Halo, Halo Three. Halo, Halo Three story and Halo is, One. Yeah, Halo One was awesome when I had to take my Xbox to my friend's house to play. Oh god, yeah. yeah. The internet ruined that. <laughs> <laughs> Inter- that internet destroyed or just broke up friendships. Remember <laughs> yeah. when couch co-op was a fucking thing? I'd have friends over. We'd play four person. You yeah. wouldn't try to not see the other people's screen. You'd be like, bitch. That's a skill. You got. Now I'm watching all four of you motherfuckers, and it yeah. was so fun to play right Nile next to somebody. Again. Oh, it was Goldeneye yeah. all over again. Yeah. I mean, um, that reminds me of when we were talking about the N64 Classic. I always wondered if they they'd ship that with four controllers, just because of games like that. I I feel like it'd be too expensive to do it. Yeah, probably would. Yeah, it would it'd be, be it'd be cheaper to make on one hand because they wouldn't need the flash memory that the PlayStation One Classic needs, but like how to rebuild the N64 controller? I feel like that would just be expensive it's a big controller it's not like little yeah yeah it's i don't know weird, and, that, and that's the, that'd be the first time we'd see one of those systems to have an analog stick mm-hmm. yeah true an analog stick so yeah, how would they would they true. would they do the oh, same terrible design <laughs> those those mini games where you have to like roll your 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 oh, middle analog man. stick and then eventually you have those those just horrible controllers that are like tilted <laughs> all the way to the Mario side party one man that thing yeah. ruined it like, yeah. they had to send out gloves to people <laughs> <laughs> because of that yeah That's i don't great. know infinite seems i mean it's it's going to be an interesting thing overall i also think microsoft is going for the value add on everything you know yes. game pass and all that so maybe they will just say okay you know right now the industry is against 
you know, true microtransactions of, of items, so we are just going to go with cosmetics. And if so, then, I mean, it, I guess it's the lesser of all the evils. Here's the real question. Is it an Xbox One title? That's a great question. I feel like if I'm Microsoft, I'm, I'm saving everything for the next gen. Because imagine well, they, they're, if they're they did. Up, yeah, yeah they, they're building up a pretty good launch here. I will say that. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. and think about it this way. Let's say like the rumors are true. 2020 is when we're getting our new consoles or end of end of 2019, which I doubt. But let's just say hypothetically, just imagine if Halo was one of the launch titles. Yeah, that it will. Just so just so people listening don't confuse this. We're talking about the release. It will for sure work on the Xbox one. They've already made that clear that mm-hmm. all their titles from now on will be backwards compatible the older system true once true. they switched it so they were doing with the 360 it was power pc chips which were a completely different style of chip yeah now that it's the amd apu they've already stated that it's the family and in fact they even said in that one thing it's like treat the pc as your high-end xbox your xbox x is your middle and your xbox s and original as your low end it'll it'll move up i'm sure at some point they're going to say listen we're not supporting the the xbox one after a while but the way games are built now if you can fucking turn your goddamn game to low on a pc you should be able to have those settings on an xbox one Mm -hmm. it may not look great but you should be able to do it and Mm -hmm. and especially on a shared architecture like that sure because it doesn't sound like they're going um with ray tracing or anything on on either one of these interesting yeah i mean as for halo though oof I'm excited for Halo Infinite. I am just because yeah. I, I want I want three four three to succeed. You know, I feel like it's a lot like Star Wars kind of went for people. You know, where where Episode Seven people were like, "Yeah, let's go, it's back," and this is a great start. And then Eight people kind of were like, "What the fuck?" Um, I still think it's a decent movie, but anyway, you know, I feel like Halo's the wow. same thing. Like four, <laughs> wow. <laughs> you don't think it? You know, not at all. Oh, like, no. Not even oh, no, not even decent. Oh, oh no, uh, uh, space gas. It's the fucking it's it's terrible. Come on, are There's we talking some... about this last one? Yeah, last not solo, not solo. <laughs> no, right? no, no. Solo. Wasn't I haven't bad. seen it solo yet. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't bad. It was just not. I'm, I'm, I was worried that it, I haven't seen it either. Bad. I was worried it was going to be boring. It, it, that's sort of the best way to describe it. But yeah, it, it's okay. We don't need to get in a Star Wars. Oh, we yeah, absolutely. Can. I was I was just surprised <laughs> that anybody in the universe with a brain liked it. But whatever. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. That's cool. That's cool. I'm glad you're excited for Halo, man, because Gears replaced it for a long period of time. And, you know, Halo had its had some problems here and there, and Gears became sort of the Microsoft, mm-hmm. what is it, bro bro shooter? Yeah. So it'll be interesting also to see really where good. Gears go. It was, wasn't it? When we were playing yeah. that for review, we were like, yeah. dude, this is fucking good, man. Yeah. yeah. Tell me about it, bro. And, and, and to like, that's another one that got announced a couple of years ago. Microsoft's been very hush-hush on that. Yeah, um, makes you really wonder what they're they're saving for for the next launch, you know? And because like they they look at it this way, they're like, okay, we're succeeding as a company, but we're not catching up the PlayStation. How much do we stash away for next, you know, ne- the next generation? They're yeah, gearing the next up, platform, yeah. you know. And and what do we what do we do now? And and obviously, all these developers they work hard, they want to give their game a chance at life. Not that the Xbox is completely dead. I mean, look at Sea of Thieves' fucking player base. It's it's ridiculous that a game like that actually had that many people buying it and playing it. Um, so I don't think if they dropped Gears of War or Halo, you know, before the launch, that people would be like, "Oh, what's this?" And and the same goes for The Last of Us. 
that game did extraordinarily well, despite being like the last big PlayStation three exclusive before the four. Um, but I just, I, I do wonder what decisions are going on at Microsoft. And I mean, now I'm really going crazy with it, but imagine like a launch title collection of, you know, Halo Infinite Gears five and something else. Jesus Christmas. Do you know what I, so a lot of people are questioning Microsoft's timing for the master chief collections fix. Because Master Chief Collection, when it was released, is might be one of the best examples of the worst handling of an IP ever. Like, yeah. it, was, it was almost unplayable. They fixed it. And the question that a lot of people are asking is, are they fixing it as a platform for the next one? To where you're playing, you've got your infinite, and suddenly there's a new tile that's like Halo Infinite. And maybe is it all of them together as something? Is it like... Like, because it's weird timing. You don't spend millions of dollars, which they have. If you look at Master Chief Collection now. Yeah, it was four years. Is, yes. <laughs> it is of constant work. So you don't really spend that just to recoup a mistake. We've seen that because the mistake for uh, Scalebound was that it sucked and Microsoft canceled it. Mm-hmm. So you would, you would see them move on, but they didn't. They're like, no, 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 we're still supporting Master Chief. And then they rebuilt the fucking thing. So it makes a lot of people like sort of wonder what does that mean for is infinite just going to be piled in like, you know, as a, as an extra tile in your game choice, uh, you know, in, in master chief collection, is that what they're going to call all of them? It's just master chief collection will now include six or infinite. Sorry. Hmm. So it, because otherwise, how about this? I'd be terrified for Microsoft that they tried to like redo the Master Chief Collection again. Pretty much, it was like no. I don't mean that. Halo I games. mean I mean as a front end because it's quite uh, easy to do a front end. Okay. So you just your front ends like Halo One, Halo Two, Halo Three, Halo Breach, Halo Four, Halo Five, Halo Infinite as a tile. You click it, it goes into its own. Right, engine, right, right. You know, and I, I just mean the thing is, is no one's been able to at least for me verifiably explain why Microsoft has put so much money into the Master Chief Collection because no one was playing it. It was quite literally at zero players for a while. Yeah, you're right. I played so it for like the, the first week and then... Eh. Yeah, yeah. So so what caused them to return and, and return mm-hmm. it in such force to where they have it on preview program? If you go and look, like they have different rings of testers, it's like they're doing something... Yeah, they did say you know, in one of their updates that they're turning it into a live service. So you might be yeah, right. So, so it's yeah. like, is Halo 6, or sorry, Infinite, just <laughs> the the next part of, or or a name for what it will all be as a service, which is the Halo service, mm. you know? They have Halo Online in Russia, don't they? Where's uh, the I'm MMO sure. for they, Halo? They might have, they might have, they might have did shut, they shut that down. down. Oh, gotcha. That's, that's what I thought El Dorito was using. Before that's what I thought too. Down. And they used, like, the framework from that to build out, and then they got shut down, and then Microsoft started talking to them, and then we didn't hear from any of that again. So yeah, maybe yeah. they're working on Infinite maybe right they're, now. Exactly. Like, nobody heard from them at, because they're inside of Microsoft right yeah, now. going like tick, 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 tick. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. That'd be great. Another live service got an update this week. A pretty important one. PlayStation Now uh, will allow downloading of PS2 and PS4 games. This information also comes from Game Informer. Uh, the writer of this article is Imran Khan. Uh, Sony has announced that their PlayStation Now streaming service, which allows streaming of games from various PlayStation consoles, will now allow users to download games and play them from their hard drive on the PS4. This means that players no longer need a strong and consistent internet connection to play games using the service. Almost, quote, 
all PlayStation 4 games will be downloadable, as well as the list of PS2 games that are already remastered for PS4. Sony declined to give a full list, so it is unclear what the expectations are, or the exceptions are. Based on PS Plus, it is doubtful a constant internet connection is required, and more likely will only check if using a non-primary PS4. Sony did not suggest that PlayStation 3 titles are or will be downloadable in the future. So when I first saw the headline, it was like, PlayStation Now updated allows downloading. I was like, hallelujah, four and two. And I was like, no, I want three because that is what, <laughs> that's what I care about personally. Um, I get why they can't because you, you pretty much have to emulate off the server a PlayStation 3 infrastructure to get them to run on the four. And since this, the cell in the PS3 was apparently one of the most complicated things to develop on, um, from what I've read. I see why this has yet to be a thing, if it will ever be a thing. But it's interesting to see, um, we were actually talking about this before we recorded the show, so I forgot who I'm quoting right now. Why don't you let me know? But it's interesting to see Sony actually respond to Microsoft for once. So how do you guys feel about this PS Now update? Are you a little more intrigued? Yeah, I'm. I'm ha- I've had PlayStation Now for a little while now, mostly because I I subscribed at one point to check it out for a video, and then I just never oh, I forgot about it. <laughs> so there you go, they got me there. But they also did a a special where it was like a hundred dollars for the year. Mm-hmm. So I I just did that because it's less than ten bucks then. Yeah, I, I really want to try it out anyway because they have like Dark Cloud two on there and some good ones. But mine still has not updated to where I can download. Apparently, they're rolling it out over the next few days mm-hmm. to where you can download it. So I'm still waiting to try it out, but uh, apparently a download button comes up, you download it and then it's all local, just like game pass. And they needed that. Cause it was, <clears throat> it was more expensive than game pass and technically worse. So it didn't make any sense. You had more games, but the streaming and I, I've tried it with the streaming. It's, it's, it, you, you can feel the latency. Don't even mm, try they, yeah. have, they, had, they had street fighter on there. I have no idea why they even had Street Fighter on there. <laughs> You're not playing Street Fighter like that. Uh, so the fact that you can now download them, like that's the one thing I love about Game Pass. It's all local. You download it, you play it. Uh, and I'm glad PlayStation Now is doing that. But you're right. It's definitely a response to Microsoft because they just they had to. But the PS3, uh, that'll probably always be streamed. It's never That's never getting downloaded, which is a shame. It sucks because, you know, my friend has been playing Eternal Sonata for the last, like, couple of weeks on ps now oh, and it's been game. really good for him yeah. yeah it's a it's a unique one um and, and he says it's been fine for him it's just, it just seems like ps now across the board is just spotty for everybody because my friend Vinny had played um i think it was uncharted 3 at the time okay. on ps now and that was it was like watching a youtube video buffer at yeah. times where it just would get all pixelated and then it would lag and it was just really frustrating and he'd, he'd get really mad at it so it's it's interesting to see two different experiences with two completely different games. Um, it seems like if you're ever going to play a PS3 game on PS Now and stream it, it's got to be like a turn-taking RPG or something that doesn't demand that, like, once you reflexes. But do you think with this response for PS Now, uh, is this... We were talking about gearing up for the next generation. Do you think allowing the download of PS4 games is something that when the PS5 drops, they're going to kind of echo this announcement and be like, hey, two, four can download these games on your ps5 hypothetically if that's what it's called yeah there's no there's no way they'll uh, you know put it up and then and then pull it right back down as we go more online so i'm sure sony will be like we're we're allowing for ps4 
downloads and when PS5 comes out, just they've made it pretty clear that they consider the next system for them a new platform. But you can bet your ass they're not going to turn off backwards compatibility anyway. Mm-hmm. It, it'll still all be backwards compatible. So, uh, yeah, it, unless they were stupid and built a completely different yeah. online infrastructure. Um, and the leg is a big deal. That's why I do like the idea of those downloads because the leg, I don't think people understand that just how much latency is introduced. Even in, let's say, an HDR TV, I have a good HDR TV when it is on game mode. It's 40 milliseconds, which is 35 higher than a PC monitor, which once you add it to your controller and then you add it to, you know, the console, you add it to the game, suddenly you're looking at a pretty high fucking input rate. And then you're trying to stream the goddamn thing. So, yeah, I I don't see them ever rolling it back. Once now that PS4 is being available, the PS5 will definitely have PS4 be available. Yeah. I had, I had to stop. I had to stop playing on TVs. It was. It was. You're right. It was bugging me. Like just to, even some of the lag. You said 40 milliseconds is what it is on like a- HDR 4K. Yeah. 4K 1080. It's down to like 19, which oh, that's okay. easily playable. But yeah. on a good TV game mode, it can be anywhere from 21 for the new TVs up to uh you know a, 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 an yeah. insane amount. Yeah, I, just moved, I just moved to monitors. I, I was like, I got like a 4K Asus. I'm like, I, I, it's so much, it's so nice. You know, it's yeah. snappy. So it's like, yeah. I went to a TV the other day at a, at a friend's house and it was like, oh man, I like you could, I could feel it just going from like the monitor to that. Like it was like, it bugged yeah. me. I don't know. And <laughs> some people just cause him and I, he and I are nerds. Doesn't mean everybody will notice that. I do want to make sure that's clear. Like oh, yeah. somebody else could play at 40 and would be like, what? Like this is snappy. And, and it, it can feel that way, but really, when you add um, streaming in, Jesus. Yeah. I mean, streaming is insane because you're sending all that data to them. They're drawing it, getting their frame buffers, all that shit, putting it out to their output, then translating it into the fucking bit codes coming to your house. Then it's being translated back again. So, I mean, it's just an idea, in my opinion, that that sounds not optimal to play a video game. You know, it's when, not. When, when Sony's just I like, all right. The, our, our solution to, to backwards compatibility is let's stream the game. I'm like, that's so much yeah. data going back and forth. Yeah. What? Yeah. Who in their right mind thinks this would consistently work and that most people using the service would have good enough internet to access it? And it was it was worse when Microsoft was basically like, put the disc in. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, okay. Oh, it works. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that. that's the thing is uh, that and back, I, maybe that's their way to do backwards compatibility going forward. I don't know. Be I was going to ask, you know, do you guys think there's going to come a time where I, I don't I doubt it with the PS4, but with the PS5 that, you know, it's going to say put in your PS4 disc or, or more shockingly would be put in your PS2 disc. And it just loads the game up. This system should be able to... I should be able to put my PS2 and my PS1 disc in this thing. And mm. it should work. Yeah. Uh, it's a shame that it doesn't. So I hope they do that next generation. But, I mean, Sony is Sony is more traditional than people realize. I will say that. They, uh, yeah. they you know, they look at it and say, why do we do that? We get more money if we charge them on the store. Mm. <laughs> so... And again, I mean, if you you know when you talk to like the platform developers, you know, switching from the cell develop the cell development kits for the PS3 to the four, that was difficult because you know translating that, writing an emulator, Microsoft took a year to write theirs. Um, I don't know about two PlayStation two or PlayStation three, but I do think that PlayStation four you would put your disc in. Yeah, I mean the um, the PS4 people people hack the PS4 up and down now. 
And yeah, they, yeah. They have PS2 and PS1 playing on it. They're like, oh, it works fine. They found a PS2 emulator. But they I have, think, on it. they have their own emulators, right? <laughs> they, no, it's they, not they, Sony's emulator. I think they said, what game was it? There was it's, a game, and they found a, a PS2 emulator on the PS4. Which oh, I saw that, that on the Switch because that happened for sure on the Switch. I didn't yeah. know if that I'd, happened. I have to look that back up. That was that'd a while be ago. interesting. That'd be interesting because yeah. <laughs> that's a thing too. Is like um, not to be rude, but like some fans make really good emulators and the companies don't. Xbox 360's backwards compatibility for the Xbox One uh, original, sorry, wasn't very good. Um, oh yeah, and, no, absolutely. Yeah, like the Wii U got has been hacked up and down. Now people are playing GameCube games on that thing with their yeah, emulator. exactly, exactly. <laughs> so it's it's. It's possible one of it is, like you said, Maddie. like, are they going to do it, though? Maybe it was I mean, Parappa the Rapper? Maybe Parappa the Rapper with an emulator? <laughs> it might have been that. I'm trying to remember. I what think that a game had an emulator. Uh, that might have been it. That might have been the one where they found an emulator on it. It might have... Oh, no, you know what it was? It was the uh, the PSP version, I think, is what they moved over, and they wrote an emulator to play it on the PS4. Oh, I see. Okay. So there's like a PSP emulator, and hackers found it, and now they're using it. Yeah. Wow. Oh, man. That's amazing. That's actually it's funny. <laughs> also, it, with um, I think with the 360 and the P- well, PS3 for sure, they both own all the rights to the technical specs. It, one of the problems with the Xbox original was NVIDIA screwed Microsoft over. Oh, yeah. And, and held, all, their, held yep. all the specs, which That's- is why it was so difficult for them to, to get the... Um, you know, backwards compatibility. That's though. one of the reasons, if I remember right, you need the hard drive on the 360 yep. to have backwards compatibility. Yep, yep. Because it, it, that, there was some crazy shit that happened between yeah. NVIDIA and my, which is why Microsoft is just never going to work with NVIDIA. Mm-hmm. I, I just think that's that's the end. Yeah. And our last bit of news for the week is a sad one that happened right as we got ready to start recording this. Uh, Telltale is we'll say uh, downsizing. They got rid of hundreds of employees. They're at about, according to sources, 25 people right now. And I'm imagining as the weekend progresses, um, this story will develop a little bit more and there'll be more info out by the time this podcast is live a couple of days later. But for now, you guys had heard from various sources, a couple of things, like I mentioned, the the 25 people, it might be bankruptcy. We're hearing that... um, None of their games profited, even Batman, which was their worst performing yeah. game. And then they, we, we joked about it, kind of like, why would you do a fucking sequel second. or <laughs> second season um, to it? And then the only game that made them money was the original Walking Dead. And now we're not getting, probably, Wolf Among Us 2, which also, it, it's just crazy to imagine all these great games that they made. Like, Batman was great. Wolf Among Us was great. Um, so was The Walking Dead. And it's amazing to hear that only The Walking Dead was lucrative for them. THQ Nordic, it's time for you to step in. THQ yeah. Nordic's collecting, THQ man. Nordic, collecting. come on. Buy, buy that shit. Buy it. I, buy talk it. About, I talk about them way more than I should because they just keep so buying I. everything. Yeah, <laughs> they keep, uh, yeah, exactly. You know that they're planning something. Um, yeah, they got to be. Yeah, it's, it's sad, man. But, I mean, it, make, it does make sense. They've had cuts three times in the last four years. And then they did the huge engine switch because they thought the engine switch would allow them to work more, you know, efficiently as well as the fact that the old engine was absolute blow. That was one of the worst graphics engines ever. Yeah. Matt, we did also have, uh, while we were talking on here, I spotted it on Twitter, the breaking, I guess, breaking news from them 
Mm. Um, where yeah, they actually it, put out in a the statement. Discord. If you look in the Discord, they actually have a statement that they put out, and oh. uh, it basically just outlines it straight from. Oh, there. he can't because he. Do you want me to read it? Yeah, yeah, read it for Man. me, just because I. So <laughs> it'll disrupt yeah, the video recording. It's, it says Telltale Games for immediate release today. Telltale Games made the difficult deci- decision to begin a majority studio closure following a year marked by insurmountable challenges. A majority of the company's employees. Uh, we're dismissed earlier this morning with a small group of 25 employees staying on to fulfill the company's obligations to its board and partners. CEO Paul, or sorry, Pete Hayes, Pete Hawley issued the following statement. Sorry, this is very small. It's been an incredibly difficult year for Telltale. We've worked to sell the company on a new course. Unfortunately, we ran out of time trying to get there. We released some of our best content this year and received a tremendous amount of positive feedback, but ultimately. That did not translate to sales. With a heavy heart, we watch our friends leave today to spread out our brand of storytelling across the games industry. Telltale will issue further comments regarding the product portfolio in the coming weeks. That's interesting right there. Mm. Now that I think. I did not read that last sentence. That mm. may indicate then that they are shopping those. They, which have, would be they probably awesome. have to, right? Yeah, they probably have to. Oh, yeah, or the rights would go back. Mm. But I, that would be... Go- can you guys also believe Guardians of the Galaxy didn't do well? It wasn't a great game, but it was like connected to the movie. Let me, Minecraft, let me that this. was one that I thought, well, even though that's not my guys, cup of tea. Let me ask you guys this. I've heard this a couple times with these kind of story-based games. Do you think something like Twitch or Let's Plays damaged sales more than they could have uh, I yes. guess, overcome? Yeah, absolutely. Because the amount of friends I have who don't buy a game and just watch it. Just because yeah. it's like a two-hour episode, they're like, "Yeah, it's yep. like watching a movie." Yeah, yep. I saw at one point Jack Septicai streaming to like fifty thousand people, and he's playing Batman. I mean, then I think, and uh, that's probably fifty thousand people that are just going to watch him play it and maybe not buy it then. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. games like you know. I wonder if Square Enix is taking a, a look right now with Life is Strange. You know, ooh, that's a good point. Life is Strange team is only. 36 people though oh, okay. okay all right so then so i yeah i think they're probably uh, yeah you got to make these games i guess as cheap as possible pretty much yeah and no ips either uh, buying the ip is going to be insanely yeah. expensive as well so um, no ip for life is strange is always going to help them a little bit um, well, but yeah it's sad as fuck man well yeah now but i i have to commend telltale on one thing you know is that they took chances while they were going down for, for, as a company. We thought like, wow, they're doing great. You know, here the Batman, yeah. um, Game of Thrones, Marvel, um, you know, we're all looking at like, wow, good for them, you know, but the, in, in reality, they were probably just barely yeah. making ends meet if, if not at all. Um, clearly not at all based off the current situation, but, um, you know, I, I just have to give them the immense amount of credit to, to experiment and not just, you know, okay, The Walking Dead made us money. Let's just go back to that and just do that a ton and, and nothing else, you know, to, to try The Wolf Among Us to kind of, I guess, chase a little bit of passion instead of the, the money signs. I think that's uh, that's commendable. Man, yeah, they're, good, sad. they're good storytellers, though. Man. Yes. Batman was fucking Man, I really like those games. Yeah. Like, I, I just Wolf and Batman were like two of my favorite series. So, and Batman tried to do some crazy stuff where you could be Bruce Wayne in some episode or some scenes, and Batman and others. So it seems like even they were saying, "Oh, if people are streaming it, you may only see them stream one version." 
So here's another, you know, so that leaves it open to where there's an, uh, another version on the side. The problem is, is voice acting costs so much, too. Yeah. So it's like voice acting's insane. I, I still don't know how Bard's Tale handled it with like 350 voice actors. Um, wow. So Jeez. much money. So much money. So it sucks, man, because I, I know it's cool to hate Telltale, but I actually liked a lot of their stories. Mm. I, I like their stories, too. Um, I wasn't, I'll, I'll be the first to say I was not a frequent purchaser or like diehard fan of their stuff like i said you know there are only three series i can think of it was season one of the walking dead didn't play another thing of telltale until season one of the wolf among us and then didn't touch him again until season one of batman mm. that was it and think of how widespread all those are in yeah. the scheme of things you know, yeah so. it sucks man so best to those who are at telltale hopefully everyone who was let go today uh, ends up landing on their feet at new studios with new opportunities and more exciting games to work on. But um, that is all we've got for this week. John, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Thank you. Oh yeah. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. I will say one thing. If you really like a game or a series, buy it and don't watch it on Twitch is what we're learning now. Exactly. It's it's the reality of the business, you know? Yeah. Yep. I agree. You gotta even, it sucks to say because, like, for example, I saw um, the people who work on Velocity 2X, they were they released a bunch of tweets talking about how a lot of things got screwed up on the PC launch. And I think the they, they launched with PS Plus, so they had a lot of players, and they had amazing reviews, like 9 out of 10 or up across the board. But no one wanted to fund them on a brand new game, which they had already made. They're like, we just need a publisher to get this done. Like, they're like, we have the game done. And they're like, the only way we can do that is if you guys go out and buy velocity 2x on the switch and right. and there are people i think who said they were you know i don't plan on buying it but just to make this happen a company shouldn't go under because of of this so people are just buying a game and not playing it and i've i've heard for example uh greg miller i remember him for example saying um but the witcher 3 like he he I don't know if it's changed now, but I recall him saying like he bought the Witcher three season pass almost as like a thank you for the game. Like he was like, I don't know if I'll play the DLC, but you know, I wanted to give them money to support what they're doing. And you see that a lot. Like, you know, Carrick and I run a Patreon. John, I don't know if you do or not. Do you have a Patreon? Yeah. Oh yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah, just making sure. Okay. Um, so yeah, so like you, we all get like that feeling of someone going the extra mile and being like, Hey, I can just consume right. this for free, but I appreciate what you do. Here's a couple bucks and the difference it makes. So we just ask you to, you know, consider the game devs as well. And that if you like something, money is what keeps it alive in this business. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tough world. It's a money-driven world out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. It's sad. But There's, there will it, always I mean, be winners and losers in that. Yeah. The only sure. problem is, is we don't want the winners to be called EA or Activision. Activision yeah. stays. That's winning. why I was very happy to see Hollow Knight do so well. So there you go. That, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. This has been a great year for indie. So that's that's at mm-hmm. least something we can take uh, take note of and, and move on with our chins up. But anyway, that's all we got for today. Um, we hope you guys enjoyed episode 171. Be sure once again to check out John. He'll be linked in the description down below his Twitter, his YouTube account. Give him a look. Give him some love. Uh, great channel. I, I seriously adore his stuff, and especially your freaking setup, man. Holy crap. I told you that when I initially messaged you, but your setup's awesome. 
Oh, so, you like it? Oh, okay, cool. I, I love it, dude. Behind me here. <laughs> yeah, no, because I like it's literally what I I have visions of one day doing having. something similar. Yeah, and having you know, it's like I'm like, oh man, I want the green screen. I want to have like the news to the side, me on the on the foreground, like that type of shit. And it's it's awesome what you do. So please, please, please yeah. give John a look. And that'll do it. So hashtag you guys. Oh, hashtag fuck, uh, dude. Come on, Matty. Uh. Hashtag The Last Jedi was decent. Oh, man. I just wow. lost a host. <laughs> wow. What the fuck? Yeah, let's do that hashtag. Let's 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 Oops. see how many people respond with that. Oh man. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm for okay. that. I'm for that. We'll oh, see how many people I'm... actually want to use it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. People are like, yeah, no thanks. Yeah, I didn't listen to a fucking thing. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this far, and we'll catch you next week. Peace out. Peace out. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.